Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered. I'm Eden Kendall. Christine Stone is here with Neatly Designed. And I really want to point out that Christine is a professional organizer so that so that what I say next <laughs> makes more sense. All right. If you are like us, there is no doubt that you have noticed little things, especially if you're over 50, that have gone on with your memory, whether it's pulling up somebody's name at the proper moment, whether it's remembering where you put something down. That's me all the time. I can't find my glasses, can't find my keys. I'm guessing that's not really you because no. everything has a place for yes, you. Yes, everything has a place. Okay, and that's helpful, which is something everybody should remember if you are facing these right. issues. But we went to our ladies-only Facebook group, which we love. And I posted a meme that was pretty cute about, you know, I'm going to be able to throw myself my own surprise party at this rate. The way my <laughs> I love that, by the way. So, uh, but we're asking you guys, are you noticing these little funny things? We're not talking again about serious, but Dawn commented and said, yes, forgetting names. That can be, to me, even sometimes it's a celebrity name. I'm like, who was in that movie? Gosh, I can see her face. Or if it's someone that you're like really good friends with, you may not see them all the time, but you know them, you know their family, and you're like, God, this is, like you say, this is insane, you know? It's ridiculous. Um, The the brain fog, just, it's crazy. Where you parked your car. Oh, that's that's an issue, I've been dropping a pin on my iPhone from now, let me just give you a little, a little hint here. When you get out of your car and I'm sure Android does this too. I always say, Hey Siri, tell, remind me where I parked. I'm in a fight with Siri. I I don't love her. uh, We haven't really connected. (laughs) I I try and then nothing happens. And so she frustrates me. Oh, is she giving you the cold shoulder? She's giving me the cold shoulder. So what I do is because I have an alarm on my keychain. I just start pressing the lights, and if I really can't find it, then I press like the alarm thing, and then it shuts right off. But yeah, I, I I'm hoping to find a common ground with Siri. Okay, well, good luck. Let us know yeah. how that goes. If you need to if you need to work it out here on the podcast, right. I'm sure we can figure it out. Uh, walking around looking for my phone as I'm talking into it. Says oh, Holly. I've done that. Yeah, really. Oh yes, I have. I've been like. Where, or I'll have it in my hand. I'm like, where is my phone? And my kids find that hilarious. They're like, it's in your hand. Or where are my sunglasses? And they're sitting on the top of my head. Yes. And they're like, mom, on top of your head. I'm like, ugh. 
So I think it's brain fog. I do. I think it's brain fog. I think hormones have a lot to do with memory. You know, there was pregnancy brain Mm -hmm. way back in the day, of course, driven by hormones. And probably a lot of that is the excitement, too. You have huge changes going on in your life at that time. So the little things slip your mind. I have a running joke in with my coworkers and my family because we have talked about how I am very disorganized, very forgetful. Uh, little things will happen. I have things like when we used to have landlines, I would be talking on my landline, get in the car and drive down the street and wonder why I lost reception. And I say that's more because <laughs> I have just so much rattling around in this brain that the little things get pushed out. Well, I find it fascinating that I can remember my phone number from when I was a kid. I can remember an eighth grade cheer I did as a cheerleader verbatim. Same. But if you ask me something about last week, I can't, I couldn't tell you. Like if I was in a crime show and they're like, you know, okay, what were you doing last week? It's a, I would have to say, I'm sorry. I have no idea, but I didn't do it. Well, but that, remember, we talked about this on our true crime episode. That's what you want to say, because if you can remember exactly what you did that day, right. then they think maybe you might, might have also committed a murder. Exactly. Because the majority of people can't tell you everything they did in a day. Yes. But you're right. I know I wasn't a cheerleader, but I can give you all the words to rapper's delight. Yeah. yeah so that- it's like that. <laughs> It is. It's like that. One of my favorite songs of all time. Because, yes, yeah. because we're of a certain age. Right, right. So the question is, when is this just quirky and cute and fun and something that you can chat over wine to your besties about? And when is it something that's actually like, okay, now we might be having a problem? So what we wanted to do is not just goof around with you about it to make you feel seen, make you feel normal. Right. Which you should. But also bring in an expert, Tracy Packiam is a memory expert. You remember her from our show recently, Think Like a Girl. That was a book she wrote, but she's also written several books on memory, and she joins us once again to talk about memory from a more scientific point of view. For a long time, there was this misconception that your memory will decline as we age. And not only that, as it d- declines, we're stuck. We can't do anything about it. So it's almost this, this sharp decrease. And that has been found not to be the case at all in the scientific literature. So to kind of address that, I created an app called the AWMA. And there are 50 tips on there that you can do on a daily basis, all based on your senses. All of them are research-based. And what I find most exciting is that a lot of them show improvements to memory for those 65 and older. So oh, I know what great. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so these tips aren't for for children. I mean that you can do them as a child, but the, what I find is exciting is that our our memory is incredibly plastic. There's a sense of plasticity and it's dynamic and we can change it. So a quick one um, is that if you use your sense of smell, if you find that you have to remember something, you have to read something and then do a, a presentation and you're struggling with that, research has showed that essential oils for rosemary and peppermint they open up a memory neurotransmitter called acetylcholine. Acetylcholine is especially important because in Alzheimer's, that's one of the first neurotransmitters to start decreasing. So if you need a quick memory boost, if you're studying for something, if you're trying to read something and focusing, have those essential oils piping through for rosemary and peppermint. Now, is that something where you might... As you're studying it, have it on your wrist, and then maybe when you go to take the test, have that same thing. Would that help, or is it just individually in and of itself? It's working to open things up. Both. So people, okay. I recommend to my you know my students when I teach at the university, 
Use it as you're studying. If you want to have a few dabs on your clothing or a little Kleenex next to you as you're taking the exam, that's helpful too. If you're not a big essential oils person, chewing peppermint gum has also been found to have similar memory benefits. So if you just need to chew that piece of gum that can help you remember maybe a conversation that you're having and need to recall at a later date. Well, I have a question. What about the memory problem that starts kind of after 50 of you walk in a room and you go, what did I come in here for? And then you walk out of the room and then you go, oh, that's it. And then you think, oh my God, do I have the start of Alzheimer's? But then you realize everybody around you does the same thing. Your girlfriends have done the same thing, your husband. So what? why does that start like later in life where you're like, oh, what, did, what was I coming in here for? So the phenomenon you described is something called location-dependent memory, which is why you remember things in a specific location and not when you go to the room to actually retrieve the item. And a lot of times that happens because um, our brain is overloaded. And so if you think of a post-it note, you know, we can have only so much information on there. And you're using a very specific type of memory called working memory or active memory. And you're probably at the same time thinking, okay, I'll go get this. But then after this, I have to do one, two, three, four, and five. Okay. And you're just, there's a lot going on. You're overloaded. And so it's, I wouldn't, it's typically not indicative of a memory decline, but more indicative of you have a lot going on. You have to unclutter your brain. I well, that's what that I was going to say. Um, with social media, I feel that I feel every day I'm deleting stuff out of emails. I'm deleting texts. There's so much information that you can't possibly remember it all. Mm-hmm. And so you spend a lot of time deleting older things so you can get more information. Is that part of an issue now with all the social media and everything that's new that your brain has to store? It does. And there's research to show that our brain has shifted, our memory specifically has shifted on how we remember and recall information because of this constant stream of incoming information. So specifically, um, one study found that we tend not to remember the information but we remember where we got the information from. And so if you find like, okay, why can't I remember that? Cut yourself some slack and instead take a step back and say, yes, but do I remember where I saved that information? Did I save it in this email folder? Did I save it on this phone folder or this notes over here? And our brain has shifted to be more efficient. So instead of saying, look, I have 20 things to remember, it's not an efficient use of our space. What it does is say, okay, these five things I'm storing on this email address that deals with work stuff. And your brain will remember, okay, I don't remember the content, but I know where to go to look for it. So it's almost like saying, I'm not going to ask you, brain, to remember this, but I do want to ask you, brain, to remember which drawer I put it in. Exactly. You don't have to hold all of the socks, but you have to remember which drawer to open. Exactly. So once I asked you, because I was concerned about my own memory, and I gave you a few of the incidents that had happened, and you suggested that maybe my problem was with the retention of it initially. Like, as I'm hearing it, I'm not deeming it important enough to remember. Is that something that we tend to do as we get older? We do it at any age. So in the memory research, there are two steps. Encoding, which is you get the information in, and retrieval, you get the information out. So the encoding phase, think of it if you're at a social event, there's a lot of people you probably hear a lot of names and then forget some of those names. You hear it, but because there's so much else going on, you don't attribute much attention 
or priority even if we are willing to admit that, to that information. And as a result, we don't actually put that information in. So when someone says, oh, I'm bad at remembering names, my first question is, well, were you even interested in remembering the name oh, to begin good. with? Yeah, because I I have a big problem with that. I'll see someone 20 times and still can't remember their name. And so I try to... I try to take sitcoms or something that relate so that I can remember. Like I try to do something that I can remember it later because I feel so terrible that I can't remember someone's name. But it it, it really has only happened in the past like 10 years. So that's why when I say about walking into a room, forgetting someone's names, are those the first signs of anything to worry about? Or is it just overload of information? Typically, it's overload of information. But if someone is concerned about memory decline, you can think of word finding difficulties as an early indicator. So when you're looking right at something and you're like, can you bring me that that thing, that thing over there on the table, a glass, you know, so a simple word like that, that tends to be the one of the early indicators it doesn't and again you're looking at frequency so if it happens every so often don't be too concerned but if you notice it ain't happening all the time and in part it's because the pathway between our long-term memory our hippocampus and our working memory our active memory the front of the brain tends to get um less active as we get older, or even if we use it less. So imagine content you might have known when you were younger very well, and the less you use it, the less you're going to remember it. It may take you a little longer. Maybe you learned a language in college, and you just remember very few phrases uh, because we don't use it as often. That's similarly to what we see happening as we get older. So a simple game to help you keep that active is something called a fluency game. And give yourself 10 seconds and just say, in 10 seconds, I'm going to list as many um, colors that I can think of. And it sounds like such a simple game. You can do it while driving and you can extend the time. 30 seconds, I'm going to list as many animals. And you can even make it more complicated, more challenging. You can say, I'm only going to list animals at a zoo or animals in the ocean. But what that does is it forces your active memory to draw on your long-term memory and keeping that link active and in use. God, I find this fascinating. It is so fascinating. Please tell everybody where they can find that app. Uh, it's on the Apple Store. It's AWMA for uh, Alloway Working Memory Assessment. And it gives you a little game that you can test both your visual and your verbal memory. And then you, you get a tip a day. Again, all based on your senses, things you can see, smell, hear, taste, and touch. And is it on Apple only right now? It okay, is. Okay, so we will put that in our show yes. notes. And then your website. My website is tracypackham.com. I'm also on social media, Dr. Tracy Packham. And all of this will be in our show notes because this is very important information, not only the part about when you really have something legitimate to be worrying about, but I think we all want to be our sharpest. I have a really quick, funny thing to tell you that I have noticed, and I'm only realizing the reason for it right now in this moment, but I remember really very, very almost bizarre details about conversations I have with people from years and years ago. Like I might say, oh, of course I do remember meeting you. I remember you telling me that you once had your car towed from such and such restaurant at such and such. And they can't believe I would remember, but I could never tell you their name. Probably what happened was in the moment where I learned their name, I didn't, I didn't think it mattered. But then as we had a conversation, I was suddenly interested in what they had to say. So is that possibly what had gone down in my brain when that 
meeting happened? That's certainly one possibility. Another is that we remember things more if there's an emotional connection. So perhaps that story was emotional for you. Maybe you started thinking, oh, I park there too. I don't right. want my car oh, to get Oh, I love there. that. Yeah, an okay. emotional connection. And so we're more likely, both positive and negative emotion, uh, we tend to retain that memory much more. Well, mm-hmm. she texted me a voice text and they disappear after a few hours or even an hour. And I wrote her back and I said, remember, I'm 60. That disappeared. I I don't know. I can't remember what it said. Don't do that anymore. Okay, but here's what it said. Hey, we should remember to talk about memory. Yes, yes, that's what it said. And I said, then don't do that anymore. But I only need to be told these things once. I'm very trainable. So we appreciate you being here with us for that. That is really good information. And as I just mentioned, you might remember me mentioning this a moment ago. We're going to put that in our show notes. So does everybody feel better now? I do. I learned a lot. Me too. And just knowing that it's a normal part of the aging process and we can all laugh about these things together and we can find comedy in things that otherwise might be a little bit scary. That's why we love our community. And there are so many ways that you can be a part of it. Of course, we want you to follow us on all the socials. We're uncluttered and unfiltered. We have a website. We have an email list that you can sign up for on our website. And of course, please join our Facebook group called Ladies Only. Christine Stone of Neatly Designed. I'm Eden Kendall. And until we talk to you again, you can let it go. And don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.